0: It takes a lot to turn an idea into a business. Yahoo! Small Business has everything you need to start and grow your business. Get online for free. Visit www.yahoo.smallbusiness.com. I'm Christina
1: Pittum,
0: a creator and entrepreneur. And I'm Danielle Alexandra, a stylist and content creator. And
1: we are In in Case case You you Haven't heard Heard Podcast.
0: We're giving you the behind the scenes and an inside scoop
1: of what really goes down. So you know exactly what the fuck is going on.
0: Welcome back to another episode of In Case You Haven't Heard. If you are new here, my name is Danielle. And Christina
1: here. And we are back with an episode like we have every Wednesday, guys, for the most part.
0: (laughs) For the most part. And please, if you haven't already, subscribe to our pod. It will keep you up to date. We have new episodes, like Christina just said, every Wednesday. And please give us a five-star rating and tell us how much you love us.
1: So uh, we hope you guys are doing well. Um, things have been kind of getting back to normal, and I have some exciting news for you guys. Tell us. I know <laughs> what it is,
0: and you know what? I'm just thankful that someone's gonna do it before me, so I could hear about the process, hear
1: about the traumatic experience, so you can decide or make other decisions. Right. Drum roll. So I'm gonna be traveling.
0: Dun dun. I'm taking a
1: flight. I'm taking a flight. To another country to Europe back to Europe yeah well the UK is technically still part of Europe it's just not part of the EU right oh so you're going to London first I'm going to Europe and then I'm going to London ah so I'm going to Amsterdam for two days I'm so excited which I'm very jealous about because I love (laughs) Amsterdam I love Amsterdam too I could live there me too (laughs) me too maybe that's where the pod will continue Uh, moving forward it's the perfect merge of like big city vibes but
0: also small because you can walk everywhere or bike I just love Dutch people so if
1: you're Dutch like just perfection Yeah. and I just love the vibe of Amsterdam yeah well I'm actually going to see someone who is Dutch who is from Amsterdam so that'll be very exciting and hopefully I mean everything is open there everything's been normal quote unquote there for a while so they never really had that like travel ban oh no well not you know not travel ban quarantine mandatory quarantine because he my friend he's been going back and forth from london and like hasn't had to quarantine so i'm excited for that excited to you know go to restaurants and do all that fun stuff and then it will be going back to london now that the i think the quarantine is like not the mandatory, mandatory quarantine. Okay. Because if it is guys, I'm so done. Like you my, don't want to be in that flat. My flat is so small and dark. I was literally trying to strategize like, okay, if it's mandatory, I'm going to wake up at like five and go for like a run and like do all these outdoorsy things in the first two hours of my day and then be back by seven. Cause I'm like, they're not going to knock on my door by seven. Cause what's important to consider, especially if you're living somewhere that you're not, um, what's it called? A resident of, or living in a place that you're not a resident of. Breaking this, like essentially it's like almost like a law can really be detrimental to- You can get deported. Yeah, basically <laughs> deported. Or, I mean, I'm there on like a visa, but I don't know. I feel like it could- Are they rats? with that? Apparently, I don't know. A friend of mine who is from the state or was in the States, her parents, sorry, her parents and her parents' friends both got checked. Like, people, whatever, the police or government or whatever, came and knocked on their door to make sure they were them? home. No. Oh, just to make sure they were yeah, home. Yeah, and then apparently, also ask your neighbors. And, like, my neighbor's door is, like, right beside my door because we're living in but London. But what if you
0: were quarantining somewhere else and not at no, your house? you have to give
1: the address when you're at the airport.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's annoying. So, I don't know if it affects your... You know, citizenship or whatever, visa, your status. visa status, but I, it definitely, you definitely get a fine. That's so intense. It's like well, a thousand that's, pounds. That's which good. Is fucking shit. Ugh. Anyway. At least you know
0: people are, if they're traveling, they're being very strict on, you know, where they can go, mm-hmm. what they can do.
1: So, yeah. So hopefully that's not a thing. I think it lifts on the fourth. Well, I'm
0: looking forward to hearing about your travel experience and how that process goes. Yeah. Because I, mean, I haven't been in an airport
1: for. Well, same with me. Since February. Yeah. Um, But I'm I'm trying to think like what I need to prepare for my trip. So I'm not going to wear one of those suits. What are they called? Like the hazmat suits? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pull a Naomi Campbell. But I am definitely not going to eat on the flight. It's an overnight anyway. It's like six hours. I'll fast. You better light all fasting. that whole section. So I'm going to wear my mask the whole time. So I don't have to put anything in my mouth. Except uh, water. I need that. Mask with a straw hole now <laughs> doesn't seem so silly now. <laughs> um, it'll have to be like the mask under my other mask because if not, why like, don't you wear two masks? That sounds so annoying. But yeah, I might have to. And I'm gonna definitely lice all the whole thing wearing sweatpants and a hoodie that like goes over my hair so my hair isn't touching like the seat. I actually used to do that when I was younger. I used to be very OCD with cleanliness and I would Lysol and I would not let my hair touch the seat. I also now get a I little freaked
0: out on the subway when my hair touches.
1: Does that ever happen? I don't happen? sit on the subway. I just stand. True. I don't. Yeah, I literally... Well, in London I sometimes do but the velvet seats really gross me out. Ugh. You know it's really wonderful actually in Hong Kong and probably in Seoul as well. Any Asian countries are, that are more, you know, developed in the cleanliness fact- sector. I feel... Or they all have like metal subway seats. And yeah, it might seem like oh uncomfortable, but first of all, it looks way nicer because it's all just like sleek. Sleek, minimal. And it's also way less, you know, susceptible to bacteria because Oh, it creeps me out. Like the some of the old London trains are just like red and like I'll sit sometimes and I'm like Cause I will envision now I will don't know if I'll do it. But. This
0: sounds so silly and such a childhood like thing to create, but like I envision bacteria just like climbing and like being little creatures. Did you ever watch the comfy couch when you were a little kid? Yeah. And the dust bunnies were like alive underneath the couch. Yeah. That's what I, I just envision, like, if you touch something with bacteria, like, the bacteria will, like, crawl onto you.
1: Like a spider. Yeah. So that's what
0: I, that's what I feel like, the sensation of, like, if I'm creeped out about something and my hair touches or my legs touch and I'm just, like, oh, get this off of me. Like, I just want to shake it off of me.
1: Yeah. I, no, I don't know. I kind of got over it. I guess I'm just lazier now, but...
0: But so yeah, th- two masks, Lysol, well... Sanitizer. <laughs> sanitizer. And then
1: fully covered. <laughs> Covering Covers. all my skin. Not that Long that's going to make a huge difference. Hood.
0: Probably not going to wear gloves. Well, I see... I have a thing about gloves. I don't think it's necessary if you're hand sanitizing. Because I hate when people wear gloves and then touch everything. Because then you're just moving it around. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even that's exactly. serve its purpose. Yeah, that's
1: exactly what it is. So, so hand sanitizer. Yeah, so that'll be my little kit. Um, I'm definitely vlogging it. Yes. Please. We all want that vlog. I'm vlogging it. I vlogged on my way here. like My my trip from the UK back to Canada. Oh, so you're going to do one
0: vlog for both sides.
1: And then, yeah, I'll just do a returning trip. And I kind of want to vlog Amsterdam, but then I don't know if I should because, like, do I vlog and then just like only have myself in the whole vlog you know maybe
0: maybe do a concept or like a theme and then just log a few times in amsterdam because
1: i think it'd be interesting to see
0: some things that you do
1: Wait, what should my theme be
0: that i i haven't thought that far through okay. yet but i will brainstorm and because amsterdam has some really cool just like oh i'm so jealous i want to go <laughs>
1: come <laughs> once travel is a little safe maybe like
0: You can do all the cheesy tourist things in Amsterdam.
1: No, I do not want to do that at
0: all. I remember the first time I went. I know. I remember the first time I went. (laughs) I wanted to do like all these cheesy things, but then. i don't know oh my god i hate going well not i hate but like sometimes when you go to a city for the first time you're like let's just like do the cheesy tourist things just to do it Mm -hmm. and then you'll go back and actually experience it as someone who lives there i've always
1: only experienced as someone who lives there
0: that's the best way to experience it. but i just find it (laughs)
1: hilarious to do like i've never been to like the london eye
0: yeah london. i haven't either
1: like i've walked around the city and i guess that's like a good enough way to Didn't do go, it no but i haven't like,
0: been to the london Eye. i just saw it
1: or like the big bend not that it's i mean it's kind of under construction well can't you still, just look at it yeah but i've like,
0: never done that i've never walked you what you walk up to the big bend or know. to the clock <laughs>
1: like the CN tower like climb up the stairs well i've done that I've done that too and in Paris I did but I was with like a school trip so oh I did that do in those Paris. things. Wow I hated that. But yeah no it'll be it'll be a fun experience. I'll figure out how to vlog it. Maybe I'll just show my outfits and like what I do and where I go.
0: Yes or you could also try they have really really good restaurants there.
1: I know so I've you been can there do- twice before. <laughs> I'm just jealous. I'm, I'm also going live with someone you. who's from there <laughs> who's literally been planning all the best places because he's been living there for like 30 Ugh. years. <laughs> you know what
0: I mean? I just want you to vlog so that I can just experience Amsterdam <laughs> through your vlog.
1: I actually ordered all these like super cute like summer dresses Ugh, so that like, I look it. cute.
0: Just stop it. No <laughs> one wants to hear about it. Okay. Well, guys, well everyone tuned. wants to
1: hear about it, but you know. Yeah, stay tuned for the vlog if you want to see my Amsterdam little experience and also my travel experience to the UK.
0: All right, guys. So let's get into the episode for the week. And this week we are actually doing a podcast collab with Jules Jacobson, who is a co-host on the podcast. Love that for you.
1: Yeah. So Jules Jacobson is a good friend of mine from New York. She is a blogger, content creator.
0: And this week we just had girly chit chat about the influencer life in Toronto versus New York. We discuss a few other things as well that will keep as a surprise so you can listen in on the episode because it's a good one guys and it's our first podcast collab which we are super excited about yeah and
1: if you guys really like it which i mean we had a lot of fun recording it we also recorded on jules's podcast yes i love that for you i love that for you so you guys can check out that episode different content so both fun and interesting and if you guys like it let us know and um we'll definitely collab with her again all right, Jules, so why don't you start with introducing
0: yourself?
2: Okay, hi guys. So I am Jules. I I guess I can say I'm an influencer. Don't really know how to what I like to call myself, but I would say I'm based in New York with everything going on. I'm living in Jersey and I basically do freelance, content creation, all the influencer work as my job. I guess I can say I moved to New York for all of that about I don't even know now, like I went to school at FIT, the Fashion Institute in New York. So that's where I went to college. And then I ended up going home for a year to try and like figure out what I wanted to do. And then I ended up moving back to New York once like the influencer blogging stuff kind of came about and stayed in New York. And it's still kind of going right now, although I'm not in New York, but um, that's basically what I do for a living. Yeah, so you're a full-time creator, you'd say? Yeah, I would say full-time the last like year. And I've been doing it for probably three years now, maybe even a little more. Mm-hmm. Did you naturally
0: <laughs> start developing yourself as a creator after school or is it something that you always wanted to do? How did you start?
2: Yeah so i actually well i went to fit for fashion business management and i figured that i would do something for like a designer or something in marketing i always liked creating but i didn't really know how to do that and i was never like i could never draw so i wasn't in the design field and i've talked about this before but before i graduated i kind of was like what do i want to do i had started taking pictures and started the blog or i hadn't started the blog yet but i went to this party and this i was talking to this guy about how i wanted to start a blog but i was going to wait till after i graduated cuz for me it was just like i didn't know how to start and i remember him telling me do not wait and i don't even like i don't even know him i still mm-hmm. i can't even picture him today but that like stuck with me and then i ended up going home that night and like starting a website and just like doing it cuz i was like he's right like I, why am i going to wait till i graduate it's already saturated so i ended up starting it And then I moved home after I graduated because, like, obviously it wasn't making any money and it was just a hobby. Like, it was something I liked. And then once I figured out that I could make money doing it, I was like, okay, this is really the only thing that I truly am passionate about and, like, love. So then I decided to keep going with it and living with my parents. Luckily, they were, like, supportive. And I still was looking for other full-time jobs, but nothing Mm -hmm. ever came of it. And I suck at holding another job. It's just... I've gotten fired. I've quit a lot of jobs. Like Mm -hmm. it's just never worked out for me. So then I ended up moving back to New York. And that's kind of when I started to like see the income and be like, oh my gosh, this is actually something I can like do full time. But it took a while at first.
1: I always find it's hard to like get that validation where you're like, okay, I think this is enough to build a career on or support myself with. And especially New York is such an expensive city too, right? So it's like navigating your way around that as well when you're kind of getting into everything. And it's right. There's no rule
0: book when it comes to content creation and being an influencer. So it's hard to navigate at the beginning, especially when you're trying to grow yourself and shoot content, as well as having, you know, your business elements all like, you know, zipped up in a row because you have to treat it like a business, but you're also being creative at
2: the same time. So there's a lot of things to manage. I moved to New York and obviously it wasn't making money at first. So I was babysitting looking for other jobs at the same time. I always, like, even was considering internships. So like in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, I want this to be full-time, but for me to live in New York, like I have to pay for my own rent. I have to make this work. So just like looking for other things is also something that I was doing up until the point where I was making money. I was still babysitting and doing all that stuff. So it wasn't just like a overnight type of thing.
1: Yeah. It's good to like balance everything else that you're doing with, you know, things that complimented or honestly like I mentioned in your podcast I feel like as creators or as influencers I feel like there's always like things that we do on the side not not necessarily compliment but just to like work to do alongside of like the content creation thing it also it's hard to get
0: the respect a lot of people don't take the world seriously until you're making the big money or until you've like made it you for know your, for, for, careers. for exactly. careers it's hard so you kind of have to do all these other things in the meantime to build up yourself to build up your portfolio so mm-hmm. that you can have that you know validation and feel like okay I'm doing something and I'm moving in the right direction
1: so I met you like probably two years ago ish now right yeah and um, at
2: fashion week not yeah. exactly sure
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we met in New York um obviously we'd previously connected or like liked each other's stuff through Instagram. On Instagram yeah that's how it happens that's how they all happen but I remember you getting involved with like a manager or someone who can help represent you to v- help validate your worth I'm curious is that when you started to see things pick up more for you know your content creation or for being an influencer or how how did that kind of like play out for you
2: yeah so I have had two different managers up to this point point. So for me in the beginning, when I figured out like what a manager was, I was like, oh my gosh, I really need that. And I want that. And I kind of thought that they would help me a lot more than I think they have. Now, you know, my previous manager was amazing and we're still friends and everything. And I think I don't think the manager is like helps your career. I think it kind of helps if you're in a spot where you feel like you can't handle all of the work and Obviously, like what goes into everything is like pitching yourself, branding yourself, like so many other things, answering emails and like being PR and everything in Mm -hmm. one. So if you like aren't able to handle all of that and like you just have so much, then I think a manager helps with that. And they also help with like negotiation and like that's where they get their cut from is like what they can get you. I don't know. I don't know how to answer it in terms of like if it's helped me. I think I like parts of it and there are other parts that I don't necessarily need that I thought that I would Mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's
0: that good cop, bad cop element of having a manager. I heard on Second Life, Mm -hmm. Ami Song was on Song of Style and she was saying at the beginning of her career, she made a fake email With like a fake name. Like she created a fake person. Like
1: Chloe at songofstyle.com. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And she pretended to be... Her PR. She negotiated as this person. So that it... When she would... You know... She's the creator. She's the good guy. But then this Chloe... Or this wasn't the name that she gave her person. But you know in theory you're negotiating on behalf of the creator so you as the creator stay as this like good guy who's like always down for whatever you want but then your manager right um is the one that gets nitty gritty and like with deals the- with all of that kind of stuff and i've thought about doing that
1: oh i think i like kind of said about something being up. the manager side yeah no no about creating a fake email email <laughs> oh okay. okay so that yeah, yeah i've never yeah. even
2: thought about that I definitely have thought about that.
1: I think I created one and then this girl was kind of down to help me. So we were going to like share it almost. But then it never like that never happened. What I think it also does is it adds that extra layer of separation so that when you are, you know, negotiating a deal, you kind of get a little bit more. I don't know, validation for what your platform is and how legitimate you are because it looks like someone you're big enough or good enough for someone to represent right. you. So it, it kind right. of adds that like validation, I, I believe.
0: Yeah, and having a manager that actually works in an agency or you know has experience in the field definitely is valuable because you know what you're worth. Like you as a creator, because there's no real real rule book for it, mm-hmm. you don't really know your worth until someone says no, like you need to be paid this for this. Why are you doing this? This is what industry standard is. So, it's helpful to have that person especially on your team, on your side because I think most of the time as a creator, like you're serving the brand, right? The you're kind of like being used by
1: the brand so you don't know if they're trying to, you know, sneak some extra things in or... Especially when it comes to contracts, which is something that I never fully, probably thoroughly looked at because I, am right. you know, if it's like last minute, whatever, I'm like, I'll look through exclusivity and stuff, but sometimes I just like... Or like, yep. last minute, they'll throw yeah, in, yeah. like, they can use all of your content for advertising. And you're you know? like, and pink, you're like, right. oh, so, yeah. what?
2: That's something that I love having a manager for. Like, I love that I mean, at the same time, you have to have that trust. Like I trust her that she is looking at those things. And like before I signed my contract with the management company, I had like my own like lawyer look over it just to make sure like everything was good there. But like they're really looking over those contracts. So for me, she says, this is what they want. This is what you're going to get. Do you want to accept? And I'm like, yes or no. And like it just makes it so much easier. Mm -hmm. But there is some parts of it that I think I thought I would like better and as you meet more people in the industry and as you learn more i kind of have realized i don't think i necessarily need somebody to help me with that with some parts of it as like i thought i did
0: so what are you doing now you're you're you don't have a manager now you just manage everything one no i do i well
2: so i have one i'm in a six-month contract which actually ends at the end of june so i'm still in one until june at least whether i resign or not is I don't even know yet.
1: But. Another decision that needs to be yeah. made.
2: <laughs> Another decision in my life that I have to deal with.
0: <laughs> Which is kind of what we wanted to talk about on this podcast. Like we wanted to talk about planning for the future. And, you know, now the what we've joked, Christine and I have joked that this year's word, like the word of the year is... T- pivot yeah <laughs> like everyone is pivoting it's just like yes. that's what is going on in the world just
1: keep on pivoting
0: and just Pivot, and if it doesn't work just pivot <laughs> again. again
1: yeah I mean with everything going on there's like a whirlwind of change and we have to be I almost expect the unexpected at this point right because there's no certainty in in the near future let alone the distant future so I mean we can start since we were talking about the influencer space like how has your job been shifted over first starting with the whole pandemic happening and now things starting to kind of normalize again like did you find that there was whatever the opposite word of influx is but of brand deals Um, so less brand deals or if there were budget cuts or yeah kind of how did you how did you see that for yourself
2: in the beginning I I mean I was definitely worried and actually in the beginning of this Viv and I were living together At her house and we were kind of like what's going to happen like just didn't really know and I think everyone obviously was in the same spot and uh, I felt lucky to still have some of the partnerships that I had I had a few that pulled out saying that they could no longer well some of them were like going to come to New York for a full brand shoot and one of them was Toronto based actually and they ended up having to cut that so I understand that they couldn't fly and then some other brands had to either lower their budget and I think there was about like a month where nothing really came in mm-hmm. and I was definitely like oh shit like what's gonna happen but then they started to and like there was just new ways of working together a lot of homeware obviously or like staying at home this is what we're gonna do this month and like just other brands trying to find ways to still promote and us still work mm-hmm. with them being able to like Rework the system and kind of talk about, you know, what are you doing at home? What are you wearing at home? Like, just new things like that. So, I don't, I didn't see like a huge drop in brands, but I did see some budget cuts. And I think now I'm thinking, like, what would it have been if this didn't happen? Like, would it have been like twice as much? Like, you just kind of think about, like, what would I have made that month if like that didn't happen? But I think it's starting to like normalize a little bit. There was a shift
0: in what brand deals were coming mm-hmm. in. Like you just identified, like we right. thought, you know, the beauty
1: space was yeah. really huge um, still people booming. Are, people are really like at home taking care of their skin. So any beauty brands, right. and I heard this skin on a care, podcast sure. too with like mm-hmm. skincare, yes. Chriselle Lim, where she was, I think it was Chriselle Lim where she was like, literally our campaign, the campaign that she put out, that was, you know, for some skincare brand, I think it was like we, in the first month of, of the whole quarantine pandemic, She's like, it did significantly better, better than I thought, but then better mm-hmm. than previous campaigns. And it's because everyone's at home and they're like, yeah, I'm going to swipe up on that lip mask or whatever. You know what I mean? Because right, what else right. to do then? Everyone's take home. Take care of your, your I definitely skin.
2: had, yeah, like there was a month, I think like March, March or A between March and April, I grew a ton. Yeah. Which to me, I like don't even know why. And it was- Insert applause. <laughs> yeah. We need a sound. Yeah. But I think it was just because I had so much like usually in New York or anywhere you are running around you're doing so many different things and I had time to actually like really focus on just this and like putting out so much content and like at first it was like oh, I'm so productive oh my god there's so much happening and that helped and then like now within the whole pandemic it's kind of like I am i don't want to be productive because I literally feel like I all I've been doing is working which Same. everyone's literally just been working Yeah, but it definitely there's a lot like I'll look back and be like that wasn't a waste of my time, you know, like I made the best of like what we had to do.
0: I kind of had the opposite experience at the beginning of quarantine. I I was so lazy and was just like content with not doing anything. And then finally started shooting again and then got that inspiration and, was busy but at like the first few weeks i was like this is kind of chill like i'm i'm good with this for a little bit i think it was so fast paced at the beginning of the year and i was traveling and there was so much going on and then when finally everything kind of shut down i just took a few
2: weeks and i was just which is like totally yeah what i feel like i almost should have done i totally fine like i don't know why i i mean i was living with viv so we both were kind of like doing stuff together which made it a little bit easier for us to be productive so, yeah. but then also by the next month we like broke down and we were like oh my god we're so like tired and exhausted and like just you know
1: yeah i mean for me it was also at the beginning i was like so motivated to get up so early and work out every single morning and then now like month what three Th- month three i was like okay like i'm starting to like not be down to do this not the work part yeah
2: but the, the
1: like motivation part
2: <laughs> you were you were yeah,
0: my motivation no, I because she was getting so much stuff done. She was time blocking perfectly. And I was getting out of bed at 11. I'm like, you know, we have to record my- at 11, Danielle.
1: <laughs> Don't be here one minute before we record, okay? And like- <laughs> I would come
0: here late because that's just me. I'm working on that. No, you're doing better. I'm doing better. <laughs> See? Thank you. But yeah, I mean, it's something that we've all struggled with and there's no one knows how to do it correctly and I think that's why there's so much criticism going on bands are getting lifted and people are starting to socialize again it's like we don't know what the right thing to do is you know I I don't know when I see my friends like what's gonna happen like like in terms of like I'm sure some people are gonna still want to hug like no don't hug me like let's
1: Well, my friend's having her birthday and she invited like 30 people. And I don't know if that's, and it's in her backyard. I don't know if if that's because she knows like some people won't come because of everything that, you know, might be living with their parents or take the situation a little bit more delicately. But one of my best friends who like she's friends with too, was like, oh, are you going? I'm like, yeah. And and he was like, there's like 30 people going. He's like, I don't think I'm going to go. And it's true. It's like, oh, you have to consider who those people are are hanging out with right right? it's not just 30 it's like Uh multiply that by five yeah (laughs) for us it's supposed to be 10 people
0: but then think about it even now christine and i have been together since the beginning of like in in march when you came home after after my after your isolation (laughs) but if i I actually loved it (laughs) if i see 10 people and you see 10 people I'm seeing everyone you're seeing because we're together. Mm -hmm. Even though we're not kissing, we're still seeing.
1: (laughs) So, 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 yeah, no, totally. You know
0: what I mean? The challenging time to navigate and it's a challenging time in business, (laughs) but we've said this multiple times. I think that this is really putting into perspective for people what they can do at home, how they can be self-motivating, mm-hmm. how it's important to go out for a walk and be one with nature. And it's important to spend time with your family and actually talk to them and not be on your phone or on your computer or watching Netflix. Be more present, honestly. Right. being yeah. more present, yeah. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's what you're trying to do. Like, I just think this, you've said it before, the slow moving movement.
1: Yeah, how this is going to continue on past the main, I guess, chunk of the pandemic, we are going to continue to be more mindful of our personal time, of our, our of our mental health, of being present. It's yeah. not just like we're going to go back and like hit the ground running. And like, I mean, hopefully not be like scatterbrained all the time and putting too many things on our to-do list, but really just being like, okay, I really liked how that went. I really liked taking like an hour in my morning for myself. So maybe I should like continue to do that. And I think that's going to yeah. filter into other things as well.
2: Well, I feel like, the point you're trying to make is like taking the positives from this whole pandemic because obviously this sucks. But at the end of the day, like this happening, it's going to continue. It's not over. So like when it's all over and hopefully everything goes back to normal, like I want to be able to look back and be like, I didn't waste six months or a year of my life. Like now I can take the things that you learned, continue them. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's that on a global scale too. It's all of our communities thinking the same way and thinking that and realizing that like this time and like what we've learned we want to like amplify and like carry into our lives moving forward we want to do better right honestly this all happened for a reason like the universe sent this down because we would have been fucked like everything was falling to shit coming to shit falling to shit i don't even know what the term is now i'm just thinking (laughs) of this hilarious tiktok i saw like where are you watching
0: <laughs> of this guy he's pretending to be satan and he's like he's like god i love with what, what you did with the place this is totally old testament like <laughs> it's really funny no, I'll that's show so you.
1: funny a religion joke He wouldn't get it because it's it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true he's like yeah old testament no she's
0: judaism, jewish yeah old testament oh, they're
1: all old testament. well there's my fumble because i don't know Fail judaism <laughs> But no, it really is <laughs> we needed to slow down. And now I think one one of the pauses that I'm really appreciative about is how there's a shift in the fashion space and sustainability being more emphasized and like the big players, which are like the massive brands who really set the tone for all other smaller fashion businesses, are really shifting the way that they produce and that they manufacture and they release collections so there's honestly so much good to come out of this really so i think just thinking that way so it's also
0: impacted you jewels on a well it's impacted both of us too she's like
1: forever single yeah
0: christina's forever (laughs) single i'm in a relationship living with in quarantine with my significant other Mm -hmm. (laughs) boyfriend whom i love dearly and jules (laughs) let's talk about your change of plans change of
2: plans in your life yeah so i am engaged i got engaged last august so it's been like nine ten months now and we decided well we planned to get married on may 23rd so like a month ago um and then when all this happened in march literally we were like we're gonna be fine by may (laughs) this is fine everything's fine Everything has been canceled (laughs) up until this point. so I'm fine. I swear I'm fine.
0: (laughs) Everything's going to be okay.
2: (laughs) It's canceled. So we didn't have uh, the wedding. And long story short, we had to move venues. So we're not going to be using the same venue. But we have no further plans for a wedding yet. Although we do hope to have a celebration of some sort next summer when everything is hopefully back to normal. Um, we had talked about like doing it this fall or whatever and like it all comes down to like not, I don't want to wear a mask at my wedding. <sighs> I don't want it to be different. I don't want people to be like concerned about coming. Mm-hmm. And like I don't want to put people in a situation like that. So we decided we're going to have something next year. We don't know where or when yet, but I'm like a very plan, like I need a plan. So for me, it's been a struggle to like not have something. And at first it was like, it was like hard and like I don't even know if I like actually cried about the whole thing because I was like oh my wedding but then I was like oh people are dying like mm-hmm. it was hard to like they feel bad for myself and like I don't want to do that so I had my own moments but in all scheme of things like everyone I know is healthy so I was trying to just like think of it like that and like everyone's going through something with this pandemic so all weddings this summer were canceled.
1: 2021 will be the year of
0: weddings. We I had so many weddings mm-hmm. to go to this year, and they were all canceled. Well, a few in the fall are still They're gonna be canceled, up in the air. Depending. But all of my summer weddings that I had to go to were canceled. And 2021 is going to be a
2: jam-packed year. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I mean, if... But you know what's funny? Like, my brother is going to a wedding in July. Where? Like, it's still going on. It's around where like in Philadelphia or somewhere oh. in PA, like where I live and I don't know them. And like he doesn't know like how many people or whatever. But like people, wow. I guess because things are like somewhat getting back to normal, but they're not. But like they're still having their You life. would definitely so like to see.
0: have to drastically change. You know, you'd have to have masks and big round tables. Like I, you would have to social distance yeah.
1: somehow. For me, like if I how I've, would you dance? That's so you boring, don't dance. right? Do you, you like boogie on you your bo- own? You boogie woogie woogie. That's <laughs> like why yeah. I'm single, guys. If you could see you me bo- dancing, right <laughs> what are you, a <laughs> seven year old man? Yes, <laughs> in a twenty five year old's body. No, but for me, if I was in your position, I would really think, okay, obviously we have to deal with this. I want my wedding to have the best right. outcome. Also, like if you even pushed it to the fall, or say you pushed it to February, although we wouldn't because we live in a cold, you know, country in the winter, but. Mm-hmm. It, w- it would be like, okay, people, you know, a lot of people have had their careers kind of stripped away from them or have had their jobs taken or have had to take pay cuts. Right. They're not going to have the means to come. And like, we don't want less people to come that we love because they just can't, ha- they don't have the means because this whole thing went down. So giving plenty of time till that, till the event, right. I think um, would be like what I would do too. Just, just to make sure everyone
0: can yeah. really
2: be there that you want to be there.
0: I also think of it as almost for your friends
2: and, like, for the people you love. Right. And, like, we plan to probably get married before that. And just because, like, at this point, it's like... I mean, Pat really just like also wants to be married and like so do I and like the wedding's important to me and it's less important to him, more important to just like be married and that's totally like true for both of us and I think I didn't want to get married and then have a wedding celebration in a year. It just like doesn't seem right. Like I don't want it to be different but at the same time, it's like I think everyone will kind of like understand like what happened that year before and it hopefully will feel just as like special that day. So whatever it it is. It It
0: definitely will. You seem to have a really positive mindset about, you know, your have to. Yeah, you have to in this situation. How have you been trying to stay on top of like you mentioned that you are really scheduled and you like to have, you know, things in order. I do as well. And like I'm dot every I and cross every T. And Mm. I like to know exactly. Yeah, yeah love lists, love schedules. Mm -hmm. But how have you been trying to live more in the moment and stay on top of, you know, your future or your dreams that you may have in the next year
2: i'm definitely learning a lot about myself over this quarantine Mm -hmm. because i don't really even know how i've been dealing with it i think like it's hard for me to not have a plan but at the end of the day like i don't have a choice really because there's just like no i don't have a choice so i've kind of learned to just kind of like go with the flow but like make plans for more of like my day-to-day and like take everything day by day and i think that like later when I look back I'll be happy that I had this because it has just taught me so much about myself and like also Pat and I went from right long distance for five years to living together 20 like we have not gone like a day without seeing each other now since March because that's what we had to do we had to move out of our apartments and, like, move in with my parents, basically. And now, like, it's the four of us. So how has that been? It's good. I definitely was, like, a little don't bit Don't worry. He won't listen. <laughs> yeah, because Cover your ears. No. I know. Because, I don't know. Like, you don't know how it's going to be living with someone. And our plan was we get married May 23rd. We have an apartment probably, like, May 1st. But we weren't going to move into it until after we got married. So we were going to get married, go to Greece for our honeymoon, and then come back to like a New York City apartment and be like, happily ever after and like, whatever. And that sucked. And it definitely was like, I don't want anything that's been happening now. But at the same time, I didn't have a choice. So I think hopefully I'll look back and be like, we were able to like get through all of that and like, it still worked out and we're still going to have those things just later if you can it's been good if you
0: can get through that if you can get through not living together and then getting through quarantine living with the family I think you can get through anything (laughs) that's what quarantine is really making or breaking couples right now
1: oh for sure I mean it's also making you learn how to be super self-sufficient if you're single like I am so I'm just like in more ways than just one (laughs) but also (laughs) yeah in like I have Again, like I kind of previously touched on, have been so what's the word regimented with my routine, with my mm-hmm. morning routine. I'm also like, okay, let's check all these boxes. So I, I'm gonna like reach enlightenment, right? If I do all these things, so I'm kind of getting in my head a little bit about that. But I think <laughs> learning how. First of all, I never lived by myself actually before this pandemic, right. and I've been staying at my dad's condo, which fortunately has been you know empty and. I learned I love being alone. Like, I love being alone. Yeah. I love living alone. I like not having anyone bother me in the morning because I don't like to talk to people like within the first 30 minutes of waking me, up. Me either. Like, don't because it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also just no, really I feel that like too. allowing myself to like just dive deep into my inner core, like my emotions, like how I perceive myself so that I can really come out of this stronger mentally, but also not not that I was really, you know, struggling in a certain in in any means but really just just being the better version of myself with all the habits that I'm you know I've picked up and that I can will continue to use and implement throughout my
2: my daily routine like even after all of this well like me and Pat also just like learned a ton about each other too yeah we already knew I already knew that like we were going to be fine living together I didn't think it was going to be with my parents (laughs) in a small house like that So the fact that, like, we've been able to, like, navigate that, I'm kind of happy that we had to deal with that. And then, like, at some point, he travels for work, so I'm not going to see him, which I thought was going to be, like, a good transition. Long distance, him traveling, I was like, oh, that'll be a perfect transition for us living together. But, like, that didn't happen. But now it's like, okay, well, I know that when he goes to travel for work, it probably will be, like, actually hard because we've been seeing each other every single day. So just, like, appreciating, like what we've learned so far is something I'll probably always like take with me.
1: Yeah. And have you implemented anything in your personal life? Like even when you were living with Viv at the beginning of, you know, the quarantine or even through till now, like things that you changed, things that
2: you added, like every day that you do that keep you more grounded or focused. Well, I started, I used to have like a agenda, like calendar to write things in. I started getting a notebook and like Viv and I, she taught me like the whole like brain dump thing where I would just like write down everything that I had to do for the week And I still do that now. I kind of write everything down just like loosely on paper. And then I'll like implement it into my week so that I like get it done. But I don't like overwhelm myself with like too much. Mm -hmm. So that's something I've learned that I really like to do. I've also, I mean, just like something fun. Pat and I like started cooking, which like neither of us ever do. And like I finally took like all those Pinterest recipes that I pinned and never (laughs) looked at, like finally started cooking them. Cause I would just like pinch it and then never do anything <laughs> yeah. with it. And now we had the time to like cook. So like we've been doing cooking, I mean, whatever. And then we're going on a road trip. So that'll be,
1: new. that'll be when so When
2: Are you fun. going on the road trip soon? We're going Saturday. Yeah. We had been planning Like we haven't planned really anything, but we were like, let's just go. So we're going to go out to like Wyoming and like part of like out West and just, we have like two weeks that we're going to do. Wow. So. It'll be fun. I never done. Have you four. done a road trip before? No, but I've
1: always wanted to. Actually, Matilda and I were talking about doing one from Vancouver to LA, and I know in your pre- oh, wow. one of your previous episodes, Viv was saying how you should go to LA and your or California, but it's like California is like a mammoth of huge. to explore yeah, in itself, huge. right? So you don't even need to go that far. And I I see you guys kind of cut down the timeline right. or cut down the destinations because yeah. you have around two weeks right instead of longer
2: i'm just like not gonna do cali
1: because we won't get mm-hmm. there and i also don't think you're gonna be in your jeep as often as you think <laughs> i know you guys think I you will not. but i don't think <laughs> you. i don't even know if that's legal yeah. to be honest to, to what sleep in, in your car? car i don't, I don't
2: think so you can at like walmart's and oh stuff. really Jewel like campground yeah i like campground oh, you, you guys have you have, mapped it out oh, you guys are gonna have quite the
1: fuck it list a after little bit a little walmart parking lot yeah so you've mapped
0: it out a little bit just to kind of give yourselves a you wanna hit start. Like,
1: you want to hit like yeah. scenic points too, right? Yeah.
0: That's why California would yeah. be great because that Vancouver to LA would be very beautiful.
1: Next time. Yeah. Cool. I've never done a road trip. Maybe we can do one together and record a podcast every day on the road <laughs> trip. On the road <laughs> yeah. again. Like a, like a road trip diary. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like what we're going to try and do a little bit with him I might like bring these and just see what we can do yeah why uh, not yeah
0: why don't you plug yourself so that people can find you plug your podcast because this is our first collab um, this that is the we love have- that for you pod x you in case you haven't heard collab <laughs> our yeah. first podcast
2: collab so plug yourself plug your podcast where can people find you so you can find me on instagram at jules.jacobson and then the podcast at love that for you pod So those are the two places to find me. Cool. Thank you
0: so much, Jules. Thanks for having me, guys. And we will see you guys next time. Bye,
1: guys.
2: Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit DeltaFaucet.com slash Voice IQ to see how Voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more.